Welcome in to the Thursday edition of the Daily Tap. We are going to be running through the Packers schedule with the one and only Nolan Murphy. At the tail end, talk a little bit about the PGA Championship, which kicks off today, um, and any other headline. Maybe a little Brewers to at the end. Just why? Why not? Right? Uh, but be a good show. A little a fun. A little nice fun. I know, man. It was amazing. What? A, what a. What a good day. It's fun. We're joined by – this is a fun, fun podcast. Um, make sure you guys follow us on social media, at Tappy McKegg on Twitter, at Tappy McKegg Sports on Twitter and Instagram, at the Nolan Murphy on Twitter for the occasional tweet, uh, the snarky tweet. Um, basically, I do all Murph's bidding these days. Uh, he just DMs me the things he wants to say. So that's usually how it goes. Um, so I'm his conduit, really. Uh, but he's there. Um, available also too if you're a friend friend of the program uh or Murph's friend and you're not subscribed apple spotify wherever else you get your podcast so make sure uh make sure you're tuning into the boys um Murph I had an idea I said this on yesterday's show that I might just start carrying around QR codes just to give to people like I don't know how nerdy that would be be like hey subscribe like you scan it it's like a it's like hey my buddy Matt Burke makes t-shirts with barcodes on them and they lead to weird websites <laughs> i mean i don't know i'm thinking i think it might have to start doing that it's like our like guy the, the, move our, is, the move is stickers you know for the trendy hipsters in milwaukee like start putting them on a couple skateboards go down to <laughs> moda three third ward put one on but also if you really want to you know pony up a little budget co- uh coasters leaving coasters at bars Oh, actually, I kind of like that. That's not a bad idea. Just just start randomly dropping Full of ideas. Yeah, no, just go, by, go by Jack's, drop off 100 one day, see if bartenders start using them. You know? Yeah. Like, and you almost put on there, like, win a $10,000 if you scan this QR code. <laughs> so, oh, man. Yeah. 10000 bucks is snow tap bucks. Because I was I was thinking about it. Our guy, our guy that was sitting next to us, like I mentioned it on the show yesterday, he wanted to engage in conversation so bad. He was trying to jump in didn't know if he should and i'm like buddy you can you can come we're just just hanging out watching baseball was this the warlock or the drunk dad no this was the the yeah the guy with the mask wearing the uh the the uh like tie-dyed shirt like he wanted to get into conversation he was kind of leaning in which is fine like we no the drunk dad talked about yeah he probably uh, saw a bunch of buddies having a good time and he was thinking about what to do on his Twitch stream later that night playing a World of Warcraft as he broke down the Brewers game. Right. Well, I look if I'm sure that's an angle. We should we should just launch a Tabby McKeg Twitch, just have Mitch complain, just call it Pratt's complaints. But yeah. People and then we'll get to what we're here for. I think I mean I would pay five bucks a month to watch Mitch play video games and watch sports, like just at his house. <laughs> Real Truman show shit. Um, you know, maybe bring back the son's pants. Those things have been buried, unfortunately. But anyways, yes, we're talking about the Packers schedule. I was in Mexico when the Pack- – actually, I was returning from Mexico when the Packers schedule came out. Um, you can always talk about the Packers schedule. Um, a lot of people have discussed it. We're just going to run through it um, from start to finish, see where it ends up. We're probably going to have the Packers undefeated um, at, the, at the end of it. Obviously, that's unrealistic. But I have a really tough time. T- saying the Packers will lose games. I might say, oh, I can see that. Love the, uh, I love the pouring of water that the local media is doing for the Packers specifically. Uh, and I don't mean local media, I mean local writers, that it'll be hard to win 13 games again. Like lowering expectations for a team 
that the entire state, all they care about is a win now. Like at any point, if we hear Matt LaFleur uh, in week 10, which he wouldn't because he would get his head chopped off, say like, you know, we're, you know, we knew it was going to be tough coming in this year, you know, had to, to reload. People will just not give a fuck. Right. And like this whole thing is like, first of all, I do agree with the idea that 13 wins is not sustainable every year. It's, it doesn't, it doesn't happen often. The NFL is a parody league for a reason that said, Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur, and the Packers having maybe their best defense since the mid-90s is a hell of a combination. And fixing your special teams. I mean, that all of those things amount to a lot of success. And it's hard. And and also weak division. Um, So you put all these. I don't think the division has ever been as bad. No, it, it, I mean, yeah, the Vikings will be lucky to win 10 games. Um, and I'm sure you could go back and look, but, like, the Lions are tanking for one of the three quarterbacks, and the Bears might figure out pretty soon they are too. So so do people just uh, – with the Lions, real quick, and then we'll talk – just get into week one. But, like, the Lions, people are thinking the Lions can be a playoff team. Like, there is, oh. like n- – oh. no, I'm not kidding you. Like, Dan, I think Dan Campbell has the most money on him right now to win coach of the year in like the early batting markets. Did they expand the playoffs? I mean, are we letting 20 teams in? I, like, what's, what's the deal here? Did Rob Listen, Manfred fuck things up and, you know, we got to go back to the drawing table? No. I, I, I think there is – there's something, I think, exciting about the – like, I don't know what the national media sees in the Lions, but I swear we do this every year. Like, Six I believe – Six and a half wins. Six yeah. and a half wins. I wouldn't touch that because they could win no. No, they, yeah, they could win six games. To me, like, if you wanted to zag on one of the, like, top teams, I think it's the Texans. Because, like, I am I would say I'm on Davis Mills Island. I will put myself there. I'm not saying I'm all in, but. You're saying Smith, zagging on one of the worst teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, like, someone has seven wins in December, and it's like, oh, they're kind of flirting with the playoffs, and they, they might get in if, you know, the chips fall as they may, and they might end up as a seven seed. Like, Division's okay. It'll be a little bit better with Matt Ryan there, things like that. The Jaguars are still a year or two away. Um, you know, yeah. About, I, I would actually say the Panthers. Oh, man. I don't think Matt Rule wants to be there. I mean, I think Matt that Rule wants to be is fired. so bad. Like, if the Saints are not going to be good and we know the Falcons aren't going to be good, don't the Panthers just kind of luck into, like, they're in that six to seven range come December? Yeah, maybe. I mean, but I, I honestly, if the Panthers do have a good season, I could still see Matt Rule getting a bag from somebody and just going coaching whoever has an open job next year. That's like a power. Other than that, player. there's no other good, like, yeah. So uh, maybe okay. the Commanders, but who cares? So. Right. But so getting to the Packers schedule, they open up in East Dakota, um, in, in also known as Minneapolis, uh, in the U.S. Bank Stadium. They started the 2020 season there. It'll look a lot different because there'll be a full group of fans, rabid fans. I actually love playing the Vikings this early because of a new coach. Uh, Kevin O'Connell is starting out brand new. I think whenever you can play a new coach early, um, that is like best case scenario for your team. So I think this is actually the perfect time to play the Vikings on the road. I'm going to be in Minnesota. We discussed off the pod. Should I go? I, I would really have to go for free at U.S. Bank. Just so many bad memories there. Yeah. Not a great way to start out the football season, in my opinion. Um, but if I'm not going to be in a cool place to watch week one of the NFL season, could definitely make a case for it. Kevin O'Connell, 
in the new Vikings uh, regime. Not in love with it because I actually think they are competent. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the Wilfs aren't as an ownership group, but what a great time to get Kirk new offense frustrated Justin Jefferson week one, because he ain't getting the ball. Uh, people I don't think realize yet, but at what point in next season or going into the offseason do we start to hear about maybe Justin Jefferson wanting a trade because the Vikings are going to go into full rebuild? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that would be a real, that, that is possible. Right. And feel like that's, I, a, that, that's a gift for the Packers. Yeah. Thielen gets old, you know, yeah. Delvin and, Cook banged up. Yeah, there was some. There's actually some news today about wanting to use Delvin Cook more as a receiver, and I just don't know if he has the body type to really be a receiver. Um, like Doug so, Martin. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see it. Um, and yeah, the Vikings do have. There's still some secondary issues. Like they didn't fix their secondary at all. Yeah, they they dra- they did some drafting, whatever. But their their secondary is still. I love Lewis Seen, uh, the kid from Georgia. But again, it's week one. Um, Lewis Seen's probably not making plays week one. They Shannon Sullivan's going to start for them next year. Yeah, um, I hate and, I hate that. Uh, yeah, well, Rogers going to eat Shando up early. Oh yeah, I don't yeah. love that the Vikings have two great safeties that I now wanted in the last. I think Harrison Smith's been in the league ten years, but I yeah. will be bummed if Lewis Seen just steps into being an annoying Viking uh, defender. Packers right now uh, in the desert, as they say, favored by one and a half. Uh, oh, on the road god that's that's hammer that, uh, warren sharp always says this is the time to start betting on lines before they get eaten up by the public you can sometimes get like a three to four point swing in a line if i if I, packers, I, I, I don't think the packers are going to end up being five point favorites no that's they'll probably crazy. they'll probably go to three maybe two and a half yeah yeah maybe two i think there will be some people who are scared of the packers after what happened last year but i imagine lafleur is going to change a lot of what they did last year in august i will be that that i think is the really interesting thing to watch is like what adjustments do we make with preseason so basically they don't have the clusterfuck of the start of the season again and maybe that was just because of all the drama and all the stuff going on with rogers but um definitely definitely gonna be interesting um, moving to game number two, it's the Chicago Bears. It's another division game, Sunday Night Football. Um, we have not Alan Chris anymore. It'll be Mike and Chris um, calling the game. You'll be there. Uh, back. I'll be there. First, first time, time back in the building looking for a win. I will be looking to get off of my, yes. I think before it was over 10 games, one of my longest win streaks probably ever at Lambeau, uh, as the Packers also had a long one. For the most part, yeah, uh, we will be looking to get back on the schneid, off the schneid. Sunday night football, how many times have we just blown the doors off the Bears? Early September on Sunday night football. That one year, I think it was 2017, we threw 42 up in the first half. I was at that game. It was actually in November, um, but I was at that game. And that game was, yeah, it was like early November. We we I was at that one. Fan, uh, ha- our friend Fan had a few too many cervezas. Um, in the first half, but good reason. Bears fan um, that had to had to deal with that. Um, and I mean, this is to me a bad situation for the Bears. Again, another new coach coming in. Um, you have Justin Fields did not get any help. Um, a ton of pressure on Justin Fields. You talk about a potential like nightmare for Justin Fields, where he's going to hear a lot of haters. Is that Packer defense just harassing him all game long? And then Justin Fields is. It really in a tough spot um, to start the season. 
And that Bears defense, again, pretty new. Like, there are a lot of new parts for Chicago. I could really see that being a blowout. It would surprise me, honestly, if the Packers didn't blow out the Bears in that game. The only thing that I might – and I don't even think they'll look ahead to Tampa Bay because – they, you know, it's like, it's the home opener. I don't really think you can overlook the home opener, right? Bears, by my record of just quick math here, have lost like the last 14 of 17 games at Lambeau. That, that, that's like quick podcast math. It is somewhere <laughs> in three to four losses since 07. Since around the time Aaron Rodgers got drafted. That's right. insane. Yeah, Rodgers is, I think, 21-3 and three overall against the Bears. Man, I mean, the, 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 the whole and the entirety of the record actually looks even worse. The Bears oh, have yeah. won one, two, three, four times in the rivalry since 2010. So it's almost better how bad we've beaten them at Soldier Field. What do you think the line at this game is right now? I would probably put this one at, I would say, I would put it at 10. But if week one goes good for the Packers and bad for the Bears, I could see that creeping up to 11, 11 and a half. Okay, Thursday morning, it is minus six and a half, the Packers over the Bears. Don't choke on your water. Don't choke on your water there, Charlie. That, um, if I could float what I'm going to pay for my wedding and just have it have it be executed after week two, we would all be a lot richer. Oh, my God. That is unbelievable. I cannot believe that. I can't believe I'm choking. <laughs> That is a line of all time. That would make the houses sell the team. You know, there is some smoke out there that, you know, once Virginia does pass away, that the house, mostly the brothers, George, uh, not George House, George uh, McCaskey, they are houses, though, are going to look to sell the team. Hey, they're, who's, it's who's like, on your, yeah. It's kind of like succession with them, right? Like, it's like, it's really kind of fucked up and it's not necessarily – the 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 kids are not it's more or like boss family similar where it's like yeah i don't even think it's competent enough to be the succession uh, so there are some real idiots there at, <laughs> at the realm uh yeah I, I mean i don't top two people i wouldn't want to buy the bears uh jeff bezos elon musk just because they have a lot of money so yeah anyone with money um i'm trying to think who else who's a chicago Trump would be hilarious, but i don't think he has enough money that would be iconic he also doesn't like chicago enough yeah, there's no way the NFL would allow it either. I'm trying to think who else. What if Cuban? Cuban, I think, has said he doesn't want to buy an NFL team. Um, the, the Waltons would be annoying because they have a lot of money. They're looking at the Broncos, uh, which would be funny because they would own two teams in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> just anyone with you know liquid cash. Uh, we like yeah. the we like the way things are uh, down there in Lake Forest. So yeah, we don't. Yeah, don't don't rock rock the cradle too much. So then the Packers go from playing the Vikings and the Bears, and they get welcomed to Tampa Bay, week three, a house of horrors for Aaron Rodgers. This is a fucking middle finger from Roger Goodell. Why the fuck is this game not in London? Like, I know we had to give a home game. I know we had to give up a home game, but, like, why do we have to play the Buccaneers? It's going to be 95 degrees. The Packers will be wearing green. It'll be half Packer fans because we know the Bucs have fake right. fans. Yes. This is just so annoying. Like, that for us to win this game, I would have to go through the years of when we beat a competent Tampa team in Tampa. That's, like, not Josh Freeman, not, you know, not Brad it, Johnson at the end. It's not, It's really never happened. 
Um, one of my dad's bigger misses was he could have been at the uh, Mike Sherman put a jersey on game with Warren Sapp. With Chad Clifton. Yeah, yeah. When So when Warren Sapp, for those who don't remember, Warren Sapp laid out Chad Clifton. It was one of the more brutal hits. And if it was in the social media era, Warren Sapp would have probably got suspended for two or three games. I don't even think he got yeah. suspended. Um, and then Mike Sherman and him got into a fight. Warren Sapp told him to put a jersey on. It's pretty good. My dad got invited to go down to that game as a guest of Matt Hasselback because he won a golf tournament with Matt Hasselback uh, back in the day. I, I woke up the next morning and I had a Packer helmet signed by everybody who was at that tournament. He was supposed to golf with John Theory, former Chicago Bear, and then Theory bailed, and so they got Hasselback instead, and they ripped up the course. Um, but yeah, he ended up passing up on. Come on, come on, John. Yeah, yeah, they can't it. do can't do that. But they lost that game and. I think this is not a measuring stick game. There will be people. I know the takes will be so hot this week. I mean, is this a measuring stick game for the Packers, Brady Rogers, all this bullshit. And in my mind, this game is kind of irrelevant. Like it's really early in the season. These teams are going to be so different again, another new coach, but it's a coach that's been in the program with Todd, Todd Bowles. Hopefully at this point, Arians is upset and he's like calling plays and Brady's threatening to like retire again. So that would be, yeah, I don't Ideal. know. I mean, yeah, it could be. The only thing is that you were like, there's just, there's no holes in the Bucks right now. Like until it, there's just not, a, I hate to sound like that, but until I see them look old, you know, they probably should have beat the Rams last year. They just played bad. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't really always. Instead of Ben Rams. I, I wasn't I mean, really. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the other thing of it. The, the Rams get into the Super Bowl. I think I told Mitch when we did the Bucks podcast, like, I felt like the Packers should have been there the entire time. I probably won't feel the same way about the Bucs um, because it's, you know, there's a lot more variables there. I think with the with the Buccaneers, it really comes down to can their, can their defense backfield stay healthy? Like, they yeah. they always seem to get injuries in the secondary. Their secondary is good when they're healthy, and that's the big asterisk. I mean, it, we'll see – We'll see if that they're able to. Um, and obviously playing them early in the season is unfortunate. They also lost uh, Allie Marpet, who was a really good guard who retired. They did get Jack Mason, so that's a pretty solid replacement. But, yeah, I, I think I think it's not going to be a game that matters too much. It, it probably is a scheduled loss at the schedule, honestly. But, you know, who knows? Who knows what happened? Maybe yeah. Tampa's a little different. Then this they is our Oh, well, no, real quick, just to end to put a bow on the Buccaneers, this is the first big-time game for Kevin Burkhart and most likely Greg Olson. Week one, they have Packers-Vikings, but in week two, they do not have a prime game. They have Bucks saints but in week three, they will take it uh, worldwide, Packers-Bucks, for most states, and that will be their first real showing-out party to the national TV audience. Well, what's really also going to be interesting, and I, I tweeted this. I don't think I've had a conversation about it, but, like, how are they going to handle talking about Tom Brady? Like, like he's your coach. Is, is he going to be mic'd up? You know, like, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Like, how are you going to – like, are you going to criticize him? Like, if I was Greg Wilson and this guy is basically cucking my job, I would be so fucking hard on Brady. Why not? I right? would, yeah, I would sit on Brady. And he shit on yeah. Greg Wilson most of his career. I mean, in right. Exactly. So if you're Greg Olson, just shit up Brady, get fired by, by Fox, go work for ESPN, go work for CBS. Like you'll be fine. Like, oh, Greg Olson, I think will end up at Barstool or the ringer. Yeah. Or that, 
Exactly. Or work. I for think it, yeah. I, I think he would have to probably go to Barstool. And the ring right. is not big enough for him for what right. he wants to do, unless he wants to have a podcast with Chris Long, which I would listen to. But I, yeah, I would too. Um, um, yeah. So it's interesting. You know, as we had, this is an interesting matchup week four. Yeah, New England. The no. first first gold package game. Yes, it's a Milwaukee game, so there's going to be a lot of Milwaukeeans probably selling their tickets. This is a, a perfect. Percent. This is a perfect game to go to, by the way. If you can find a way to go to this game, like if you don't have tickets, like Murph, or it, oh, it's like I'll, I'll, I'll probably I'll probably go to the game. Late um, early I October, three. Do have four tickets? Oh, nice. Early early October, three twenty-five. Sun will still be out for a little bit of that game. Like maybe play to, golf at Kohler on the way up. I mean, maybe yeah, yeah, that that could be a, a really good one. And then you have the Packers against the Patriots team that has a lot of question marks. I mean, yes, it's Bill Belichick. Yes, that there is that, but is there anything else to get excited about with this Patriots team? I mean, I like Mac Jones, but I'm not – I don't see a lot with the Patriots this year. I, their defense is solid, so this might just be first to 17 wins, but I think Aaron Rodgers has enough to to carry him against a, a, a decent Patriots defense. Yeah, uh, I mean, Packers win this game. They are favored by five, though, which is pretty high, I would say, at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like that's that, a, it'll come down a little bit, so. That's, that is – it. that's a little, little high. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't – I don't have any worry, I guess, shall we say, again, playing the Patriots. And I think it's just New England's in a weird spot. I think Belichick's getting kind of old, and it's a little bit like the San Antonio Spurs, but on steroids, where it's like, when do we tell this old guy that he kind of has to leave? And they, they can't, right? They're kind of just tied to it. So then – same pass team, so. Well, right. And then we go to London uh, to play the Giants – um, 8.30 game. I, I So I'm not a bar. I don't go to bars to watch Packer games. I, I never have. That said, it's kind of fun that it's like an 8.30 game. Like, I don't know. Just stay in Saturday night and then go go hit up a bar to watch the game at 8.30. Kind of sounds fun. I don't know. What do you, what do you think about that approach? Early Sunday, uh, October, hopefully still nice out. This is a kegs and eggs backyard type of thing. This okay, is, yeah, perfect. Yeah, bring a TV outside, get some. Get, you know, you could easily rile up 10, 10 of your buddies uh, to oh, watch yeah. this game. And you know, we are going to show the NFL why we never needed to go to London. We throw up like forty five on the fucking Giants in the Mara family. This is disgusting that we are going to London. It, it is really just a hypocrisy of what this league has turned into, and not having a seat at the table. I am so upset. This would have been a great home game. Why could we have not sent us to play? I mean, the Titans. Couldn't we have brought the Titans over there? Couldn't we? The Rams were petitioning as soft as they are. We'll get to them in week 15 on Monday Night Football. Hopefully it's zero that night. Yeah. Couldn't we have sent the like? I would have loved to play the Lions there. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Like, the, yeah, we'll get there and we're getting ahead of ourselves. But having the Lions week 18 is like whatever. It's a human victory, <laughs> human victory cigar. Right. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I think, I think the league looked at it. If I have to play devil's advocate, I hear your frustration. I know why they did it. I know. Go ahead. What you're going to say. It makes complete sense. Well, yeah, they have both New York teams in Lambeau this year. So it's like, all right, well, we're already having one New York team. Why do we need two New York teams coming to Lambeau field this year? So take one of them and back to back. 
Right. And the Jets fans don't get to go to Lambeau as much as the Giants fans do. Um, so we're going to just put the Giants in. So then you have that Giants team that coached by Brian Dable. I like Brian Dable, um, but they don't have a quarterback. I mean, Daniel Jones against this defense, I think he'll be seeing ghosts um, by at least, you know, round, you know, two. Second quarter, you got Blake Martinez, um, who is almost as much of a scumbag as Zach Davies, but not as much. Um, you know, so Blake Martinez revenge revenge game. Uh, but there's not a lot to like about the Giants. Um, they are they're maybe a little bit Tyrod Taylor or Davis Webb in this game. Maybe, maybe. Uh old friend Kenny Galladay, he'll probably be hurt by then. Kenny Galladay. Tyrod Taylor is probably a Brian Dable guy at some point. So yeah, I, I do think that. Um yeah, they have man. some weird. They have a weird. And I can't believe Kadarius Tony hasn't been traded. This is a gross roster. Ricky Seals, Joan, a tight end. Matt Breida, backup running back. I mean, yeah. Kenny Galladay blows. I we I hope this game is over by the third quarter, but it'll be a fun <laughs> one. And uh, I wish I could go. I would love to go. I don't think it's going to happen, but maybe something. You, 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 you never, never know. know. I will say I was that that was around the time when I went to London myself, like with my family, and it was really awesome. Like the weather was great. We had, we had rain like one day out of like the time we were there. So um, I think in London's huge. That's the other thing about London; it's huge. So like even if you, you're like, oh, we're gonna go to the game, you might stay like two hours away. Like it's a massive city. Um, but definitely uh, a cool experience for those who get to go. So, yes, as you mentioned, they get another New York team the following week. Against the Jets. For the New York media, in two weeks, they can just mail it in. Oh, absolutely. And also, too, what do you think about the Packers not taking the bye, um, deciding to push the bye to the, you know, basically end of, end of the year instead of playing it in week six? Jets, we sleep through this game. That's why they know we're going to sleep <laughs> through this game. This is like it's funny enough. The next week is at the Commanders. We have slept through a number of Redskins wins in the last five years. I've been at two of them. They, it's never a contest. This is one of those fun games where, like, at the end of the game, again, maybe two forty burgers here back to back on the Gotham City. This is one of those games at the end where they just zoom in on Zach Wilson, like Aaron Rodgers, telling him some wisdom as he just got, you know got his ass kicked for three hours by the Packers front seven. So I, I don't expect the Jets to be good either. And, you know, Robert, Robert Sala has given his troubles. Oh, so I was going to ask, I was going to ask, like, are you sure? Like the Sala, I, I know, the LaFleur connection, you know. You sound like, you sound like Peter Schrager, um, who I love. <laughs> but, um, and Peter Schrager that week will be like, Sala is so ready to play. I was talking, I, I was at, I was at prime. You know, three one two with Sal, and he is fired up. Him and Mike Lafleur, they can't wait to get a shot at Matt. You know, Bill, 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 I'm taking the Jets this week in Lambeau. Um, uh, the Jets will find their way to be in a money line dog parlay, uh, whatever the underdog parlay of the week. Uh, like the only Jets noon were, game, only noon game of the year, other than the end of the year, which is TBD. So pray for pray for the journalists. Sorry, sorry that they're going to have to be working late um, all year. Uh, tough. Tough look sorry, for all sorry you don't cover the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. If you do, if you want to work noon games, go work for the Lions, man. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. The Jets are definitely another team a year away. I like their roster a little bit better than I do the Giants. Um, but still I agree with you. I I don't see this being a contest. Um, so it really, if we're kind of resetting it here after six weeks, if Packers really should be five and one. 
Um, I, I think six and oh is not out of the question. Um, I, I, I don't think four and two would be a disappointment. Like they will, lose, not be, they will not be three and three. No, I would be stunned. I would, I would be absolutely stunned if they were three and three heading into their three game road trip, which starts with the commanders, another noon game for the big J's um, in Washington. As you mentioned, uh, they have slept walk a lot of games in Washington. They struggle actually at Washington. I think it's been a while since Packers have actually won in DC. I'm going to try to look that up right now. Um, and the playoff game there. Oh, that's right. That's the last time they won there. I, I don't think they've won, you know, a regular season game in a while, but you're right. They did win that playoff game. That was a good win. A lot of people thought Packers were going to lose that game too. If I, if I don't recall, because they, I think, oh yeah, they lost that Monday nighter. They got blown out. Remember, they got blown out on that Sunday. It was a Sunday night game. They got blown forty-two to. That everyone thought McCarthy's gonna get fired, and then he didn't. But yeah, that was um, had some bad losses against Washington. But you have Carson Wentz now at the helm. Um, I don't know. I, I thought Carson Wentz would have a reclamation project with the with the Colts. He fucking didn't. Um, he's not good. Uh, I, I love Terry McLaurin. I wish Terry McLaurin somehow would have found his way into the Lambo, but I'm happy with the guys we got. I, I, Washington's another team where it's like, okay, it's a, it's, if everything goes right, I think they can be good, but I, I don't, I don't see it there. No, this is an easy victory. I think again, a noon game, I believe our last noon game of the year, other than at Detroit. So uh, the two. Uh, you have one against Chicago too. There's a few. Oh left. yeah, there's a few. Yeah, always on the road. But yeah, then I mean, heading into Week Eight, you have which I think is an underrated, massive game. Maybe two Super Bowl favorites. This will be my Super Bowl pick, most likely. Maybe Packers Chiefs. I feel like we do need to see that. Uh, but the Bills are going to be nasty, man. This crowd, Halloween, you know, weekend. It is going to be extremely lubricated uh, yes. and very hydrated, uh, whether they're falling into tables or slamming Labatt Blue. This is going to be a drunk crowd. I've been to Ralph Wilson Stadium. It is a shithole. It is by far the worst NFL stadium I've ever been in. It is an old school bowl. You walk down into it. Orchard Park is like eight mile if it was Lambo. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's not a bad area. It just looks old and dropped into the Truman show. Like you feel like lose yourself. Like you're starting to play when you like kind of walk and get set up. Like, you know, it's like do, do, do. Packers plus four here. I wait on that line because uh, yeah. I could get to seven. I don't think it would, but if we're five and one, it might be, you know, seven. So yeah, I, I think that's the big, you know, you get through that then you basically get a home game in Detroit. So, we, we never yeah, can I real quick on Buffalo? Um, I I think that that could be a massive, like Aaron Rodgers, you know who the fuck I am, because I think there is a lot of Josh Allen MVP. There's a lot of Josh Allen is the, the hot new thing. I could see Aaron Rodgers kind of dropping his dick. Um, another place I don't think he's won. Um, so I, I don't know if that matters to Aaron. I had right some now. bad performances there. Uh, yes, definitely that, got his ass kicked there a couple of times. That's where that's, he threw the tablet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, he's, he's had some really bad, bad times in Buffalo. So I think, yes, there will be a massive hype for that game. I think there will, it's that one I'm probably the most excited for in terms of if I have to pick, you're like, Oh, you could only watch one game the whole year, which would be hell, but I would probably choose that. One. 
Um, yeah, if I, I was in a prison cell and I negotiated that, that'd probably be the game. Um, or the Bears game. Just, you know, say if I only had one game to watch all year, I just want to make sure we kick the shit out of somebody. <laughs> I like it. So then you go to Detroit after that. Talk about a potential letdown game. Yeah, potential. Yeah. Oh, that is, that is red, like, blinking lights of a trap game. That scares yeah, this the shit out game. of me. We're favored by five. This will be a tight game. I don't know what the Lions are doing the week before. Probably on a buy some stupid shit like that, a buy into a home game. I can check. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you just got to win this game. You're probably pretty banged up at this point, and you're just trying to get through the last, you know, really month of hell dating back to the NFL putting us in London, which, as Warren Sharp highlighted, we will have the least rest of any team in the NFL this year. That has a schedule. The week before, uh, they're in at home somehow, but the Dolphins, if Tua even has a pulse, will have lit them up. Maybe two touchdowns out of Tyreek. Big fantasy game right there. That's a red zone game. You just – Dolphins, Lions, what a random, you know, that, matchup. That, that's an ugly uniform matchup, too. Like the, the aqua awful, blue. Yeah. Yeah, oh. the aqua blue of the Dolphins mixed with the Lions silver. Like, that. that's a gross game. That's just – it's not a game. I, I'm not tuning in Lions, Lions, Dolphins. That's like a third screen, fourth screen type game. So, yeah. Lions I, might only have like three wins by then. I just yeah. The schedule yeah. Um, I think I think that, yeah, that is a bright red trap game. Lions trying to turn around their season. Dan Campbell acts like it's the Super Bowl, all this bullshit. You have to – I think if the Packers win, it's more of a trap game, weird, as weird as that sounds. They lose, like let's say they lose the Buffalo by ten points or something like that. Then they come in, they refocus, they kick the shit out of kick the shit out of the Lions, and are like, "All right, we get ready for Dallas." That's the other thing. Not only is it a trap game, it's a sandwich game. That's that's really it's the ultimate trap game. I was looking yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, it's like it is literally a if they and uh, the solid verbal, which I don't listen to their podcast anymore, but they used to call it like a sandwich look ahead spot like yeah it's it's terrible like it, it's it's bad because yeah you have dead dallas the following week and which of course this was the, probably the number two pick by fox one was probably packers bucks this might have been one this is a huge game for fox. yeah they, i would i would bet this was one because this is bigger November sweeps the bigger fan base the mccarthy angle is like weirdly like the third thing if you're looking at it um, two top teams in the NFC potentially. And yeah, the, the Packers there, I, I think the biggest thing that week will be Matt LaFleur working with Rogers and being like, keep yourself together and like, do not try to hero ball this because he's going to try. You think and, so? How? Yeah. I, I don't see that at Rogers. He's so much more even than McCarthy. McCarthy will make some bonehead play. Yes. The Cowboys are a weird team. Um, Side note, the networks are sick. This game doesn't fall the week before as it'll be right after the midterm election. They are sick to their oh, stomach. Yeah, um, that would that would have and I think we're all grateful actually as as fans. I'm grateful that I don't have to sit through a hundred Ron Johnson ads during this game. But, well, McCarthy, uh, it'll be interesting though, McCarthy's comments. He'll say something dumb the week before. This, yeah. this is a hot ticket. This is the game I'm looking forward to the most. I love watching Cowboys Packers. It is that classic NFL films matchup. You grew up the ice bowl, probably wear my ice bowl hoodie to this. My, this is a game. This is an awesome game. Hopefully still warm up. That would be awesome. If this was 50 degrees and not 30, this would be really awesome. 
yeah, I've I think I've told the story before, but my my wife Morgan has banned us from going to like November games together because I stretched my November. Usually she's like November first, and then she's kind of done. Um, she doesn't like the cold weather, and I convinced her to go to a Carolina game. Uh, and it was right around this time. And that was the game where it snowed like sheets of snow at the end down the stretch. And they had the uh, goal line stand to stop Christian McCaffrey and won that game. But that was, that weather was bad. So yeah, you could get, you're right. You could get 50 degrees or you could get snow. Also this is too, weather time in Lambeau. I, I mean, nothing is worse than coming back down 43 to Milwaukee when it's snowing at Lambeau yeah. as the game ends. It is just a circus. It's one lane. No, yeah, just stay, just hang out in the pier, have 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 a few drinks with Pat Luce and just wait it out before and just let the traffic calm down. Also, too, the Cowboys have a bye before that before that game. How fortunate is that? What a just gift! McCarthy probably stays a week at his old house. Maybe they yeah. Yeah. maybe they practice all week in Shano. No chance. They'll fly in on no. some seven forty seven. Yeah, Jerry, before. Jerry would never. Um, I hope I really hope they bring their heated benches too. Um, that would be a nice thing. And then it, th- three day, four days after they are at home to play Tennessee. Um, Tennessee is my number one under team of the year. Um, this Same. year, Does I, play in this game. Uh, maybe, I, I don't know. I think you could get to that point where maybe they decide to go to Malik Willis. What's more likely Malik Willis playing or you getting a call from your parents asking about prime video and do I need prime video? How do you set up Prime Video? What do you need to do? Now, it will be on a local channel. I don't know which one, but it will be on a local channel. Uh, so if you don't have Prime only in Milwaukee. Oh, it's only in Milwaukee. Oh, shit. I don't think in Eau Claire. And maybe Madison gets lucky, but I doubt. Oh, yeah, this man. is – I think this is a bad game for the Titans. I mean, Derrick Henry might cause us problems, but I really expect our run defense to be a lot better this year with the two Georgia boys. Yeah. So – yeah, I don't think – I mean, the Packers only favor by four and a half. This is another game, as I look at, that I actually might bet ahead of time and yeah. see if that strategy works out this year. It's kind of fun to have a couple of units on some games far out. Uh, yeah, I'm not too worried about this game. I think Tannehill will probably be looking to his next team at this point. And the Titans have no receivers. I mean, their number of receiver is Robert Woods. So, yeah, and he's coming off an ACL tear. Like, he's yeah. – I mean – Trayvon Burke, this is, this is a too cold for Trayvon Burke game. Yeah, and that would, I guess, be like the – I was going to mention this with Jahan Dotson, but didn't, didn't get a chance to. But it would be like – I think the one thing you want to avoid this year is like having one of those receivers kill you and then having just the pinheads be like, whoa, we should have traded up for Burke. We should have traded up for Dotson. Like, it will be super fucking annoying. I'd be surprised um, if either happened. They, no, I, mean, I, I, would, I, I think I, the over/under on touchdowns for them is even at one total. Yeah, I would. I would tend to. I would tend to co-sign that. But yeah, I. I mean, the the Titans have been known to be a sneaky underdog team. Whenever everybody's throwing dirt on them, they're they usually rise up from the ashes. But yeah, I think the vibes are kind of off. Um, this team, you know, it just does not seem like everybody's all in, and sometimes when you lose a game, lose a game like they did, it's kind of tough to get off the map next year. Yeah. Now you could say the same thing. You could say the same thing about the Packers, but I would, I would caveat that. I think everybody's so focused on winning now that I don't think it phased them as much. And I think they have a cool customer in Aaron Rodgers 
who works through all his problems. And they're kind of going through what the Packers went through a couple of years ago. And so I, and I don't think Ryan Tannehill's like one tenth maybe of the player Aaron Rodgers, maybe even one one hundredth. So I don't think you're going to get a Ryan Tannehill revenge, Tannehill for MVP type shit. And the Lions game week 18 as a gold package game and the Titans having no fans, this will be the second cheapest Packer ticket of the year. Oh yeah. Great call there. So the gold package folks get screwed because they got a Thursday game. I actually, I would kind of zag here. I don't know. I think that's hunt first week of hunting too. So actually it's kind of perfect. No, next weekend would be oh. Thanksgiving. Oh, is it Thanksgiving weekend? That's always hunting weekend. Okay. My bad. Yep. Then never and it's mind. The home of, and there's a bye week here sandwiched in. So that's why. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, so, there's not. Uh, no, that, oh, yeah, that, oh, you are right. You are right. I mean, I guess you could go to opening hunting two days after. You don't go till Saturday morning. Right. But what I'm saying is, like, a lot of the people in Mo- that have the Milwaukee package are probably hunters, or maybe they are. And then, yeah, they go, they go to the game, and then they can go hunting. I, look, I'll say this. I know some might be mad about a Thursday game. Here's what I would recommend. This is the Charlie tapping the keg recommendation. Go to the Thursday night game. Stay overnight. Book a hotel, then drive up to Door County on on Friday and do Door County. It's a little cold maybe for Door County, mid-November, but like take a weekend, you know, and do something fun. Go skiing somewhere if you're into that. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, make it a make it a fucking weekend. Don't don't try to worry about getting back. Definitely don't work. Like, who's working by then? I mean, that's like almost holiday party season. So it's like I think. I have no problem with that. I think yes, I will say this Friday is kind of like you see the light at the tunnel of the end of the end of the actual oh, yeah. calendar. This For is sure. you are bearing down on all right, Thanksgiving next Thursday, come back, work two weeks, yada yada yada. Let's start looking at the college football playoff. For sure. And as a as someone whose day job changed from being very intense during this time of the year very not very intense anymore uh i will be getting probably significantly faced for that thursday night game all right moving on to the eagles uh in philadelphia i've said that for a road game i philly would not be a place i'd wear packer gear at would you wear packer gear at at in the in lincoln financial uh i guess it's not like that if you were wearing cowboys or giant stuff it would be but we have played this game before on yes. sunday night late in the season Yep. I would love to go to this game. It is the Sunday of Thanksgiving, so just would need some logistics. No, just like some logistics. <laughs> like that's an early flight out on Sunday morning. The move would right. be to fly to Milwaukee Sunday morning. Philly, yep. I would. Philly is a city I would love to spend more time in. I mean, this is at this point the Eagles know if they're drafting a quarterback or not. That is the big yep. thing here. How is is Jalen Hurts gone? The next, you know, is he a real quarterback or not? Uh, I don't think this Eagles team is going to be very good. So it's interesting. I think the Eagles think they're going to be good. I'm not saying they so, are. Um, Eagles they, and Saints both think they're going to be good. Right. They think I totally agree. But yeah, I mean, they added Anthony Harris for agency. They just signed James Bradbury to a deal trying to improve. And I'm like, they're like, oh, James, people were all freaking out about James Bradbury today. And I'm like, is James Bradbury good? Like, I, when's the last time James Bradbury had a major play? There's going to be a lot of Eagles smoke starting this season. And I think people just forgot how bad Jalen Hurts was in that playoff game. Well, and, they'll be ready too to have a, you know, the Phillies do not look good out of the gates. The Sixers are, you know, kind of a disaster. Right. Um, th- this could be a tough little stretch here for Philadelphia sports fans. 
And, and, and also, too, similar to the Buccaneers thing, their offensive line always seems to get hurt. They never seem to have a healthy offensive line. A bunch um, of dudes. Always yeah. rolling through a bunch of dudes. Right, right. So then you go to Chicago. At that point, Chicago is likely in a full rebuild. That's the only thing you worry about in this game is it's probably the Bears Super Bowl. And the Bear, and which has been the case for all December Packer Bear games. And yeah, maybe the Bears try to pull off an upset. Packers maybe a look ahead to the bye week, um, having that bye week there. But I, I don't worry too much about uh, a road game in Chicago. That'll be the Rogers return after the I own you comments. Um, and so that, that I'm sure will get a lot of play uh, heading into week number 13. And thank God we have the pit boss, uh, Rick Passaccia. If not, we would definitely be getting a punt blocked in Soldier Field. I would go to this game because it's so close, but I think Soldier Field, other than Ralph Wilson Stadium, actually might be worse than Ralph Wilson Stadium, complete dump. Like, I have no interest in going to this game. It would be cold as hell in Soldier Field that time of year. This yeah. is not some fun. Um, yeah, I think this is like a make-or-break game for Justin Fields probably at this point. Yeah, I think if just if, if Justin Fields, like, that's kind of a game where it could be, like, put a pin in it. This is, like, the start of it all. Or it could be, hey, we have some real questions and maybe we need to draft a quarterback in the second or third round, like a la when the Packers took Brian Brom or, like, when the Redskins at the time, now Commanders, took Kirk Cousins, like, that I realize it's a little bit different circumstances, but I think there there would definitely be some questions um, if he yeah. continues to struggle, especially against the team that you're competing against. So get the bye. They screw every fantasy owner because you know it's week 14. That's going to be a huge, I think, a really big storyline um, with like six teams on bye. I think that week, uh, Matt Barry was losing his mind. Um, I don't know. I think just just right heading into heading into the fantasy playoff. Right. Yeah. So you can't basically – you can't win and get in. Uh, Jonathan Taylor also on bye during that week. Um, fun fact there. So then week 15, you have the Los Angeles Rams come to Green Bay. It'll be cold. Matt Stafford in the cold. Matt Stafford in Green Bay. I don't care if they won a Super Bowl. I don't give a fuck. I look forward to hanging like 40 on the, on the Rams. Maybe not that many, but. That's, that's a good I, defense, but this is like a 31-17 type of game. I went to this game last year. I will probably be in Florida at this point. I will most likely be selling these tickets for our fans out there. So reach out to me. We can start wheeling and dealing. But, yeah, I'd be pretty surprised. It's a bummer because it's a Monday night game, but this is primetime Murph Florida time, so. So, and this is also too, like. Right before Christmas too. And, you know, and, five days before Christmas. Yeah. And it's also an indication of the, the Monday night schedule getting beefier, right? This is why Joe. This is usually Mark, a Fox 325. Yes, correct. It's a 325 game or an NBC game and Fox getting, or uh, ABC getting this is kind of a big nod to what ABC is going in the future with flex stuff and everything like that um, in 2023, which I, as a season ticket holder, I, I can ask you real quick, like, what do you think of that? Like, how do you think they're going to do it? Do you think it's going to be something that will, for those who aren't familiar, they're going to be starting flexing Monday night games starting in 2023 weeks, 14 through 18. So starting like basically in December, they can flex some games. What do you have any opinion on that? Or like, do you like it? What do you, what do you think? Love it. 
love it. Come December, I want to be in prime time. I, I think it's going to be cold anyways. I'd rather, you know, it'd be dark in Lambeau. Oh, I like the Zach. I like that. Yeah, it, it's interesting. That week, Fox doesn't even have uh, a 3 o'clock game. Uh, very interesting. It's Bengals Buccaneers on CBS pretty much across, you know, the U.S. So, yeah, this is uh, an indication of where you are, a seeding game. And I like this. I like this at home on Monday night against an L.A. team. Uh, bring it. Bring it on me. I, I would love this. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Um, there is an outside chance. I look at this game. I, yeah, I could. Uh, you know, we'll get to it here now, but I would rather just stay in Florida for this whole 10 day stretch. Yeah, so. you might you might as well. And Packers will be against the Dolphins on Christmas. They'll be one of the premier games. Dolphins, who knows? I mean, you could have the Dolphins trying to get the playoffs or you could have the Dolphins being like we need a quarterback. Um, I think there's really no in between um, at that point. It will be what, 90 percent Packer fans. And that's yeah, this will be this will be a massive Packer crowd unless the Dolphins are like we'll call it ten and five or something uh, is what their record would be at that point. Um, that is the only chance that this is even like uh, an after a thought. So Packers minus one right now seems really great. Oh yeah, and I mean I also too with the Dolphins like they they have a very good defense. Like they it will be a oh. challenge. Holland is good. Yeah, they have some good players. They they do. And, yeah, they're not bad. It's just a matter of is Tua legit or not. And they do have Teddy Bridgewater as their backup. So, you know, you know Teddy Bridgewater is like kind of like Fitzpatrick. He just kind of lurks. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater started three games for us and won all three. Like, that's just kind of what Teddy Bridgewater does. Uh, but, yeah, I think also hilarious with the Christmas Day games basically all the teams that are playing are also teams that have NBA teams that would play on Christmas. So it's the Bucks who has obvious Bucks Packers. You've heat dolphins. You have the Suns and Air, Suns, Suns and Cardinals. You have the Broncos and the Nuggets and you have the Rams and the Lakers. The only one that's the outliers Tampa Bay. But other than that, all those teams like have an NBA counterpart that would be playing on Christmas. The NFL is fucking ruthless. I don't even know if the NBA will play this day. I, I think that I think they have to, but they 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 have to. But I bet I would bet you that Adam Silver is having conversations right now about how do we get creative with this thing? What do we do? How do we basically beat this? And if I was Adam Silver. If Adam asked me, reached out, sent me an email, I was like, Charlie, what would you do? I would basically say, all right, let's put the fourth quarters during what would be halftime of each of these games so that basically we get like a fourth quarter surge and maybe we could hold some fans and kind of stagger it a little bit differently than what we typically would do. And I mean, I know the Rams are Super Bowl champions, but other than like the Bucks and Cardinals don't have a ton of friends, but the Brady effect at night, like yeah. you could just, I would just start all the NBA games at like three, like three oh, o'clock. Yeah. You, you could definitely. And then as Broncos Rams is like not that interesting. Um, you know, you have like, I don't know, Bucks Nets coming down to the wire. But again, nobody really cares about the NBA. The, 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 the problem is the NBA lost their stranglehold on Christmas Day by their season being too long. And if they started their season on Christmas Day, it'd be way different. Yeah, I but I mean part of that though, like the NBA just had what what their best game seven ratings for a semifinals game for Bucks Celtics. Totally, like, the ratings are definitely back. It's live sports. I mean, you put cricket on people. Yeah, watch, yeah, but. but I think it's more because of the schedule. It's it's because there's not a there's nothing else going on, right? Where you and I are talking about a 
schedule for fall right now because there's not a ton, ton happening in the world. So I don't know. So then New Year's Day, it's Minnesota, it's at home. You get another late afternoon game. Who knows where the Vikings are at this point in the season? Uh, so you're obviously a season ticket holder. That's usually a annual thing for you. Are you going to do New Year's Eve in Green Bay? Or are you just going to be like, we're not even going out New Year's Eve and we're just going to roll into a New Year's Day thing? Um, what's What do you think? How do you attack that? I very rarely go out for New Year's anymore at my old age. Uh, right. This is spend the night at the parents' house in Eau Claire, uh, get on the bus uh, to, you know, from the Eau Claire Country Club with the Eau Claire boys. And, uh, yeah, this is a 425 game. I actually surprised this isn't at 820. I'm actually – it's awesome that it's at 425 because I went to this game last year and it was you know, very cold for a late yes. in the year game. Yeah. Very cold. So, yeah, this is – you know, Vikings will need to get in at, at this point. You know, they'll be – if they're still hanging around – so this is on CBS, actually. So we get Nansen Romo to kind of, you know, the last time we'll get Nansen Romo. I don't think CBS is the Super Bowl next year either. So no, this I will be, it's Fox. Yeah, this will be Nansen Romo's last shot at the Packers. So, yeah, I mean, into Rams Chargers. This is, I think, probably the best week of football. I think week 18 is kind of whatever. This is fantasy championship season um, right here. This is a fun week, and I don't mind, I mean, Personally, college football is going to play on New Year's Eve, is my guess. No, so, they're playing. They're I'll, I'll look it up. They're playing a oh, lot of their bowl games on the second because the second oh, is the technically second's an off day. Second's nice. a holiday. So for all those old heads out there, yeah, don't go out on New Year's Eve. Go just do something on New Year's Day. Like you're going to be on a three day bender. This is also like if they didn't go to this game two years ago, you know, we all watched the college football playoff on New Year's right. Day. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I think that. Having love, love starting the year with a day off, nothing better. Yeah. I, and I, and honestly, like I personally, if heaven forbid, you know, God forbid we find a fucking house like that seems like a prime time, like Trichler housewarming party, um, New Year's Day, Packers, Vikings, things like that. Like that to me seems locked in. I, I, I might even lock it in at this point and just the LA game at on NBC. I probably, other than if Herbert's playing well, I might not watch any of that game. No, yeah, just go, just go to bed, whatever. Uh, but yeah, and then week 18, Lions and Lions at that point, as you mentioned earlier, victory cigar, and it should be that should be a, an easy one. So, yeah, the bummer here is that it would be awesome to get to play on Saturday because both games are these are. They did this last year. The Broncos played in this game. It was actually somewhat interesting. But at this point, most of this stuff is wrapped up, as yeah. we saw last year. Um, the Saturday games at 430 to 15, you know, we're not going to be there uh, because they're never going to flex Lions Packers onto ABC unless somehow we both have over 10 wins. And I still yeah, don't the Lions, the Lions have a shot at this thing and they, they get a chance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be a good yeah, This would have been a good place to put like an earlier game like Eagles Packers, but now that the NFL likes to end the year with uh, divisional games, it, it it works for me. So, yeah, I think, you know, I see 12 and five here for sure. So what about yeah, you? I would tend to agree. Um, I would, I would really actually be surprised if they don't win 12 games. I think 13 is again on the, on the doorstep, man. I, I really look if I'm like, all right, where, where are the losses coming? And I think, you know, I worry about, Tampa, I worry about Buffalo. That Detroit trap is just sitting there, and that scares me. And you could even say maybe Tennessee is a little bit of a trap thing with, 
after three days with Dallas, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't really find like six losses here. I don't, I'd be stunned. Um, honestly, I mean, yeah, could things go off the rails? Sure. It's football. Anything can happen, but yeah, I, I would lock it into 12 and five. I, that might be enough to get the number one seed again. Uh, the NFC is not good. Um, I, I shouldn't say it's not good. It just doesn't have the hype of the AFC, um, but it could be, you still have Tampa, you still have Dallas, uh, the Rams, I mean, you're probably playing multiple playoff teams, you know, in this stretch. And it's important to win because you could get – that could be the difference between having home field and not having home field. Definitely. I, I just hope this game doesn't matter. So, this would be great. As when I looked at the schedule, this is Jordan Love time right here. So, Yeah, showcase Jordan Love. See if Jordan, another Jordan Love showcase game uh, potentially for it, and that would be good. But, yeah, no, it's, it's going to be fun, man. I can't wait. Uh, very excited to get that season started and we'll get more excited as the months go on. I always tend to start getting itchy about football. Usually like early August is when it really starts ramping up for me, but I, I feel like it's even, it's kind of coming sooner. I think the, all the college football smoke that's been coming out last couple of days, you had the, um, what was it? The, oh, the featured games that ESPN showed. And then today, Nick Saban was basically like Texas A&M bought their whole team. I like just unloaded the clip on Jimbo Fisher. They're getting rid of divisions too now, which like as the nerd in me, like now I'm like, oh, how does this, what matchups would be there? Is this, how's this going to affect Wisconsin? Stay tuned. Probably tomorrow's daily tap. We'll talk more about that. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm definitely excited for the season. Happy to be alive after the you, summer you, that I have uh, when football comes around. That'll be yeah. like, I'll be like, you know, uh, I'm home. Yeah, marriage, be- marriage boy. Yeah, you'll be done with the no wedding. You'll be you'll be good to go. Um, it'll be week four or week yeah of the preseason. So you'll be you'll be all set. It'll be my personal honeymoon, you know, after the wedding and the honeymoon, my uh, <laughs> my run through my run to Glendale, basically. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The the road to Glendale starts starts now, um, and we'll uh, we gotta make sure we have people at the table. Uh, visit us at the uh, Tavia Keg booth uh, on Radio Row. I uh, hope try, gonna try to book Bill Michaels uh, first and foremost. But anyways, um, so PGA is also today. It kicks off uh, this morning. Uh, so you're listening to this. If you're listening late, you'll get our gambling advice. If you don't, um, just maybe bet some live stuff. So is so who are you? Who would you say if you had to like draft? You say who's your like top three? that you feel will be there on Sunday? Cantley, I would say, will be there. And I believe John Rahm will be there. And I actually believe this is an outlier, but I think DJ will be there. God damn, I hate you. Because, like, I like all four of those, three of those. I think those are all really solid picks. Like, I, I really I really could see all of those. I think if I were to go on a different path, um, I think Cameron Smith, you know, he's played so well. I do wonder at some point, does it, you, at some point, does it like you do run out of gas? I feel like that same way with Scheffler. Um, but I, I think Cam Smith will be hanging around. I, I think there's also going to be a lot of love for Shane Lowry. Um, I do wonder Shane's a big dude. It's going to be hot. Like, is that going to affect him at all? Um, I think there is legit. I don't know if he can do it for, I bet on, I bet on Lowry. So. Okay. I, and I don't know if he can do it for four rounds, 
But I would not be surprised if Max Homa is is hanging around Sunday. I'm not. I saying would be, I, I would be pretty surprised on Homa. I think of the recent winners, obviously Scheffler should be within striking distance, but I could see him not be JT. You never know. Rory will be like 15 shots back, making his way up the leaderboard, shooting at 62, you know, because that's just what, and you'll be like, Oh my God, Rory, another top 10 in a major. Uh, hasn't won a major in gosh, I don't know, 2014. So yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I saw Joel Damon say on Wednesday after the practice round, I also would take Brooks, but you know, I know your fear is the health, but this will lead into my point on the PGA at Southern Hills. Like they, that course is a lot longer than when Tiger won there in 20, you know, 2007. Yeah. And Damon said today, this like he was the last guy into the field. He goes, this course, man, is just so long. So when I hear that, I think Bombers and I think dried out Aaron Hills and I think Brooks bearing the ball. But that's why it, I like DJ. DJ's had success at the PGA. And he is sneaky, just like if he gets going, he could be, you know, at, at 12 under. But Speed thinks this is going to be one of the highest scoring majors, which I don't see. It's odd that Bryson pulled out of the field. That's kind of a bummer. Still some smoke there if Bryson is going to the Saudi tour with all that going around, I think. Interesting. That's very odd. I think that Bryson had surgery and then now has showed up and now DQ'd, you know, multiple events. He has, he did play in Austin, but. That would be the shocker if that came out on like Saturday. Then. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, it, they would yeah, they would drop it then. Usually the Saudi tour has been waiting till Monday to drop everything, but if they drop that on Saturday, the broadcast would have to talk about it. It'd be also an interesting thing. We'll get back to betting real quick. How will the broadcast talk about Jack? You know, Jack's getting sued right now uh, by the company he sold his entity to. I doubt they can bring it up. No, they won't. Jack they won't. They, they, I, the more interesting thing would do you think that Nance? Now, Nance yields a ton of power at CBS. Do you think that Nance puts out a feeler to Phil Mickelson and says, hey, do you want to do like an hour before our broadcast on, on Saturday and clear the air? I don't think you need to do an hour. I think you need to do Phil in the booth. But that would take away from the broadcast. Yeah, I no, think- I, that's, see, I thought I was going to suggest the booth. Then I was like, no, do like 30 minutes before that. Also, too, there's the Joe Buck cast that's going to go on. Yeah, Where'd Joe Buck? ESPN Plus with uh, uh, Mike DeCaddy, uh, yeah. Michael Collins. So, yeah, ESPN Plus has got some fun stuff going on. I mean, when you pay Joe Buck that much money, might as well have him, you know, do a little fireside chat. Those are pretty easy now. I need, so he's going to do a Manning cast. I need, I need him to do baseball. I need him to get, get on the baseball. And Griffey Jr. joining tomorrow. He's a big golfer at some That's point. That's awesome. A couple days. So, yeah, the only <laughs> other guy I'd throw out there is Cam Young. It, you know, it, it, this would be a breakthrough for Cam Young. Everybody thinks he's ready. I think he's one of those guys, if you're smart enough about golf, you see the people that are in the mix for the last five to ten weeks. And Cam Young is a really good player. He's young. But it would follow the trend of somebody out of nowhere. I mean, Canley doesn't have a major is the thing. So that's why I like that so much. Because yeah. everyone thinks Canley had a major off of the Tour Championship in the Ryder Cup, but he does not yet. So. Yeah, I could certainly see Cantley, Cantley, and I might, I might join you on that, which is scary. When you and I join forces, that's, that's usually over, never. I'm over one on majors this year, so that's don't never good. Um, also, if you want a couple long shots that I, I was reading around, Alex Warren's an Oklahoma State grad, so he's played this course. He's one fifty to one. Um, if you really just want to take a deep flyer, 
I also don't know why Mark Leishman, I mean, is 150 to one, like another guy who just finds himself in there. It's, it's probably burning money. Uh, Jason but, Day, maybe off. I mean, can he, the weather will be great for his back. I mean, Jason Day and Victor Hovland are in the same place for me because Victor Hovland, you know, lives in Stillwater still. So he's definitely played this course a bunch. Oh, Victor yeah. Hovland, I'll be bummed if Victor Hovland wins a major because I just don't see it I, I right just, now. Yeah, I, you got to get better at chipping, man. Like, how can you be, how can you be they this? Chip, they chips like you. I mean, God, yeah, miserable. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, Corey Connors at 66 to one is a little interesting. I'm not saying I'm going to bet it, but I, I bet that. Yeah. I, I, the, the last people, and we'll let you guys go. I mean, obviously, you got to think about a Deckies, Alatorres, Yeah. Yeah. That That's yeah. really all that I see. Of, I mean, we've mentioned 35 names here. Sam Burns oh, yeah. left. Um, I, I kind of know. I could honestly probably pick like 40 guys that are going to make the cut. Oh, so, would you? I, okay, so last thing, last thing, and then we'll let we'll let everybody go because we've been on for about an hour. Uh, wh- who would be to you like the most surprising if they missed the cut? Where you're like, "Fuck, I can't believe that guy missed the cut." Would it be Rom? Morikawa or Rom? Okay, yeah, I would. I would tend to agree. I think Morikawa or Rom would be the most surprising. The one on the top that I guess I wouldn't be shocked if they missed the cut would maybe be Shoffley. Just because I just I my sand, Xander stock is low, um, and I I could see that. I think I'd be kind of shocked if Brooks missed another major cut too. Um, that would be really getting married this summer. I you know and yeah, fan favorite. If Ricky Fowler somehow got like a top five here, he's yeah he's in it for I forget the reason why. Oh, he finished top ten last year in the PGA, so he got in automatically. Wow. So that you know. Ricky doesn't have a lot of exemption status anymore. So, yeah, right. I, I can see Xander missing the cut. I'm not as off on him as you are. Um, but, yeah, he, he's definitely an interesting one that people would care about. I mean, nobody's going to care about if kids misses the cut. So Right, right. Burger, exactly. Burger, Burger could always blow up, but I wouldn't yeah. care if Burger missed the cut. Yeah, yeah, we'll, see. we'll definitely see. It's going to be – should be a fun tournament. Definitely something to keep on. Good – Decent sports weekend. You got the Preakness, but that doesn't matter because the, even the fucking Derby horse isn't racing. Uh, so you have that. And then, uh, yeah, this this kicks off. So look forward to it. Murph, thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, hopefully we'll uh, see it, see around these streets uh, as the summer goes on, maybe during a little bit during Packer season as well. So uh, at the Nolan Murphy on the Twitters, if you want to follow him for his few takes. And Tabitha Kaga on Twitter as well. We will see you tomorrow for the Friday edition of the Daily Tap. Have a good one. Peace.